Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. But we swag. We surf. Yo, can I get a video of you guys in the studio doing your swag surf so we can put that on Instagram? No, it be better I'm or good. worse than uh, T-Swift. Nah, Swift. I, see, Swift wasn't bad last night. Taylor Swift wasn't bad last night. I, I, I have been someone who, who has been critical of her and all the shenanigans, but I didn't mind that. I, I didn't mind her, her swag surfing last night. But I, we got to get y'all on the gram doing it because I think that'll be entertaining for the audience. It, it'll be entertaining because it'll be extremely embarrassing uh, yeah. for yours so surely. We, we got to do it. Hit me up on Twitter, Ty D. Butler, Instagram as well, 800-919-3776. So we started the show talking about the action from yesterday. I think this Texans team is fun. They're entertaining. They're exciting. And if you're a, a fan of that squad, you got to be thinking, why not us? If you're a Jets fan, you're thinking that could have been us. Uh, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback in year one of a rebuild into the division around one week away from a, a title game appearance. C.J. Stroud looks like uh, one of the best quarterbacks in football already. D'Amico Ryans, to me, is the coach of the year. And then last night, the Chiefs uh, manhandled the Dolphins 26-7. to I found this so embarrassing for Miami. The fact that, you know, not just late in the game, fourth down, critical situations, two was thrown short, short of the sticks. But at one point, uh, at, at some point in the third quarter, I... I I went to the stat sheet and I saw Mahomes thirty-four pass attempts, two or fourteen a pass, about fourteen pass attempts. That just was was very telling. Andy's like, "Look, it's cold. I don't care. Our strength is is our quarterback, so we're gonna throw the football." And then Mike McDaniel's is saying, "You know what? Nah, we don't really trust him." So that's gonna be fascinating to see what they do with that contract situation with Tua. Uh, but today. Cowboys-Packers, that's the first game just because Steelers-Bills gets moved to tomorrow. I mean, The biggest storyline to me in this game, because the Packers, uh, the Cowboys should roll. They've been dominant at home. They're 8-0. They're, their point differential is insane. They're a completely different team when they play in that dome. Dak's been awesome. I, I give McCarthy credit because we've been critical of him, of him in the past, and rightfully so. But I thought he had a, an excellent season as well. And you got him going up against the team that fired him. Cowboys fans so used to getting eliminated by Aaron Rodgers. They want their payback against Jordan Love, who, by the way, last month of the season was just awesome. But <laughs> I got to tell you, man, part of us all feels like the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Even Tom Bauer before the show said that. Cowboys are going to Cowboy. And it would be depressing. It would be disheartening because I feel like for the first time in a while, like this isn't just smoke and mirrors. Like, if you're a Cowboys fan, you really legitimately feel like you can win this conference. You get two home games, and then you're in a date again with San Francisco. But at that point, enough is enough, right? You you bully up, you muscle up, and you feel like you can take them on, especially if your defense can force Brock Purdy into some turnovers. But the flip side to that is, man, what a devastating loss this would be today. Devastating. But while crushing... Could it mean Belichick is on his way in? And for the folks who question, you know, whether or not him and Jerry Jones can coexist, I mean, Bill Parcells coexist, coexisted with Jerry Jones, and that was Belichick's mentor. And because it's such a short marriage at his advanced age, it's not going to be for long. And maybe you look at him rectifying the problems, Jerry Jones being the guy who rectified his problems with, with uh, Jimmy Johnson as maybe— you know, the foreshadowing of him 
at his advanced age, becoming more mature, he's not going to be super involved. Uh, but if, if if Belichick is available and, and they lose this game today, they get bounced early, that is going to be something that becomes, I mean, intriguing because that feels like the perfect job for him. Got the quarterback, got the defense, got you got the, the entire team. You lose this game, it's because you don't have the coach. You don't have the coach. You don't feel like Mike McCarthy can get to the playoffs and still be what this team needs to get over that hump. So, I mean, that's what I'm watching for. I expect the Cowboys to roll in this game. They should win. Uh, McCarthy, three straight 12-win seasons. That should be uh, a precursor for them going forward. But uh, going forward, but <laughs> that's the one thing going to be at the forefront of all of our minds in this game. Uh, is he coaching for his job? Is he coaching for his, for his job? And then tonight, got the Rams and the Lions. I, I think the Rams inarguably have the better quarterback, the better head coach. But Stafford being back in Detroit, that's a fun storyline. Uh, Goff with some extra motivation, if, if that's a thing in the playoffs, against the team that gave up on him. And that should be a, a, a fun fun game tonight in Detroit. Uh, there are a lot of people saying that they think the wrong team is favored because they're looking at the Rams who came on of late, strong in the season. You've got that, that offense that can explode at any point. Kyron Williams, uh, Puka Nakua, and, of course, Cooper Cup. So you feel like they can, they can hang some points on you. And they've got the experience, of course, because uh, they won a Super Bowl. Last year maybe could have made some noise if Stafford didn't get hurt. And this was supposed to be the year. The thing about the Rams is, like, you go back to what the storylines were before the season, and you juxtapose them with where we are now. Before the year, we're thinking, you know, could those main guys be dealt at the trade deadline? Cup, Donald, Stafford, could they be had at the trade deadline? McVeigh, possibly, you know, early retirement. And now they're back in the playoffs with a real shot to get into round two uh, if they find a way to... Uh, get that offense cooking tonight, and I do wonder if the Lions fan will look at this season as a depo- uh, as a disappointment if they don't win. Because on one hand, you have well, we hadn't won our division since '93, accomplished that, haven't won a playoff game since they lost in that conference title game uh, to Washington in '91, and we made the playoffs. So would that be a disappointment? I don't know how the Lion fans feels uh, if they lose this game tonight. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? I mean, is it possible that they can ride the D? The defense? Okay. <laughs> oh, man, that was uh, going viral on the Internet yesterday. That That's uh, NFL Network's postgame show. You you hear the pause in Maurice <laughs> Jones-Drew's voice because he's like wait what did you just say what did you just say and <laughs> oh man that was funny you got to check out the video that the audio doesn't do it justice the video is hilarious 800-919-3776 how, how are we doing with this uh with this video you guys are posting to the internet you mean Tom the Joe. uh the fake swag surf video yes the uh, swag surf video because i'm getting people hitting me up and they, they want to see it I'm glad they want to see it, but that's not something we're willing to do. Uh, Jose in Brooklyn says, please do the swag surf, Tommy, and not the fake Jake Leo. Fake Jake Leo. I said, I called you Jake. Joe Leo. But it's Jay. 
So we got to have that happen. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to disappoint the Jose of, uh, from Brooklyn's of the world, but uh, that's not <laughs> happening. Sorry, Jose. Sorry, everybody You guys else. are they're, they're party poopers, guys. It's the yeah, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatic card and a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Get your box for the big game by listening to weekdays or by listening to on weekdays, DPHO and Rothenberg from 6A to 10A, Barton Hahn from noon to 3. I'll be filling in for Alan Hahn tomorrow with Bart Scott and the Michael K Show from 3 to 6.30 for a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. 800-919-3776. Tommy in Connecticut. What's going on, Tommy? Hi, my guy. How we doing? Doing well, man. What's up? Talk to me. Just uh, real quick, you know, you went down that list of uh, teams that would probably not rather have Belichick or wouldn't wouldn't prefer to have Belichick. I think you left off uh, Tomlin and Carroll. I, I I think those guys are pretty happy with the job. I don't know, guys. man. I, I, I'm saying the organization itself, I, and it's no shade to those guys, but I'm saying like if you got the opportunity the last four seasons and you say, here's Bill Belichick, do you want the guy currently occupying the position or? Do you want the greatest coach of all, of all time? I don't know the four. Those are those are good. Those are good. Uh, good answers. But the four to me that are just locks are, as I mentioned, you got the Niners, the Ravens, the Rams, and then of course the Chiefs. I I don't know uh, if right, those I, are the. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not breaking stones. I'm just just those are the other two that came to mind. Uh, but I really just wanted to get your take on on Wild Card Weekend. Don't you think it's so ridiculous to stretch it out over three games? Or three days. Saturday, Over three days? It, it just Is makes it... no sense to me because, one, they reseed. So even if you play Saturday, you, you don't really have an advantage because you don't know who you're playing necessarily. And, you know, then all of a sudden we have a weather postponement. So now we got two. You got a Monday afternoon game. You think that's really what they wanted? Well, I th- I mean, it's a Monday. It's a holiday, remember. So I, I, I think that it actually worked out perfectly for them. Uh, because it's a holiday weekend and you get to dominate three days. Now, what I don't love about the NFL playoffs is the seeding. I don't think that winning your division should guarantee you a home playoff game. Now, if you end up with the best record, like one of the four best records, then sure. But I think that, like, you know, we saw it yesterday. The the Browns on the road, because they didn't win their division, they had a better record than the Texans, but because they didn't win their division— they were on the road in that game, and I, I just I don't like that. I, I, I think that the NBA's got it right where, yes, winning your division gives you the, the, the playoff spot, but you have to have the better record if you're hosting. I don't think that should guarantee you a, a berth. Like tomorrow, the Eagles on the road in Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay's going to get credit for winning a bad division, and not that anyone's going to feel sorry for the Eagles. I, I just think that the team with the better record should host the playoff game. That's just uh, that's just how I feel about it. All right, so Steelers Bills. We talked about, I mean, what's riding on this game? Uh, could McDermott be coaching for his job? You got three games this weekend where coaches, in theory, I guess maybe four, where coaches could be, you know, coaching for their job. You got McCarthy today. He loses. He's gone. I think tomorrow, if if McDermott loses that game, they they're the biggest favorites of the weekend. They lose that game. I think he's gone. 
And then tomorrow night, Eagles Bucks, Sirianni might be coaching for his job. I get they went to the Super Bowl last year, but it's been an awful season. And then you hear the narratives of, you know, wait until the books come out about everything that's happening in that locker room. We've seen Jalen Hurts depreciate. We've seen that defense be a mess. And it's his answer. I get it. He lost both his coordinators. I understand Gannon's gone. He goes to Arizona, and then Steichen goes to Indy. So there is going to be some type of a, an adjustment period. But to start 10-1 and one and then finish the season the way that you did, fumbling the division away, and you lose your first playoff game, that's, that's, that's terrible. And your, the, the biggest change you made in season was going to Matt Patricia as your defensive coordinator, who I'm never going to forgive for he's got a laminated sheet of plays and he's got the pencil in his ear like a like a clown so i i think there's a lot of pressure on sirianni in this game tomorrow than tampa like bowls uh, to me if they fire todd bowls it means that this is something that they've wanted to do anyway because he's made the, the playoff last year they made it at eight and nine but he made the playoffs back-to-back seasons winning this division i mean what more do you expect they're in this transition period you know, getting under, uh, trying to get under the cab. They got Baker Mayfield there. Mike Evans might be on his way out. So, like, I don't, I don't know what you expect from Todd, but there are, there are four coaches this weekend who, in theory, could be coaching for their jobs, which creates more off-season buzz. But the Bills should win this game tomorrow, no question. And then we're set up for what I think would be just a phenomenal divisional round. Because you'll have Kansas City going up to Buffalo to play the Bills. Patrick Mahomes never playing a road playoff game. The only time he wasn't in our head for the playoffs were, you know, in the two Super Bowls where those are, you know, neutral sites. Though, you know, Tampa Bay ended up being a playoff game. But he's never played a a, a true road playoff game. So it would be the first time he does that uh, if the Bills do win this game next week. And then the Ravens, Texans, that's juicy. Ravens, Texans. Bills Chiefs, now we're cooking. Now we're doing something. That garbage we had yesterday didn't do it for me. Then Eagles Bucks tomorrow, uh, no AJ Brown. Uh, so that offense is going to be compromised. An offense that already has been pretty bad. Their defense has been worse, but the offense has not is not operating with the same, you know, uh, synergy that it did last year. And part of it is again Steichen not being near to coast the offense, and then Jalen Hurts has been dealing with injuries. But I think. What the AJ, not that you ever want to not have AJ Brown, obviously, but what it does for Philadelphia is I think it simplifies the game plan. And Tampa can be a hard team to run against, but you got to get back to running the football. You got to get back to what the identity of this team is. And not having Jalen being able to participate in that rushing attack has hurt them because you're, you're making him a pocket quarterback, and that's not what he is. But I do want to see. Um, with no A.J. Brown, if they lean more on that running game and if that can propel them. They still have the talent to be a dangerous team. And defensively, they're shot, right? Like when, when, when Tyrod Taylor's carving you up and, and you know, Kyler Murray's carving you up and Connor's running all over your defense, like no one's going to have confidence that you can do anything against top-tier teams, the Cowboys and the Niners. But if they can somehow win this game tomorrow night, then at least there's some intrigue because... You know, never underestimate the heart of the, the phrase is champion, but for this purpose, NFC champion. They won the conference last year. They've got Hurts, who finished second in the MVP. I think Seriani still knows how to coach, but the question is hey, how good actually, you know, how good is he? Just because, you know, this year has been such an awful year. But 
I think the Eagles win this game um, tomorrow. I think the Steelers uh, lose in Buffalo. And then today, got the Cowboys winning, of course. And Rams-Lions, that's a toss-up. Who do you like in this game, Joe? You're a big gambling guy. You got the Lions minus three. You like that? I like that. I also I love the Bucks and the money line. Love them. Love them. Ooh. How about you, Tom? Any uh, prediction? Any anything you love this weekend? Not really that much. Uh, go Bucks. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> go Bucks. He's a he's a giant fan. Well, appreciate Tom and Joe uh, for manning the operations today in the control room. Appreciate the listeners. Coming up next, you got the Rangers and the Capitals. Ty Butler here for me tomorrow, filling in for Allen on Barton Hahn. So we'll do this thing again right here on 98.7 ESPN.